AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. We're just two unapologetically black women with an opinion who talks back. Hey, everybody, it's Tam Bam. Welcome to a new episode of We Talk Back. Thank you so much for joining us. We missed you. Hey, AJ. Hey, girl. How you doing? That's your real voice. No, that's my radio voice. <laughs> I feel like a real radio personality, all, you know, now. <laughs> I was listening to our episode one versus now. You sound so different. Look, I had to tell a nigga over the weekend, like, listen, go back and listen to our podcast because we was kind of ratchet in the beginning. We still ratchet. <laughs> but like a little more, a little less ratchet. Right. We're not as much of a novice as we was. Yeah, you got to find your niche and you got to find like who you want to be. For the people. Like, right. we're always going to be our fucking self, but you just yeah. have to just see how you want to be presented to the world. And I just want to be presented presented as authentically as possible. And I want to be ratchet. And that's authentic. Sophista <laughs> <laughs> ratchet. How was your weekend, girlfriend? Cool. I just hung out a little bit. A little tiny bit. In the city in Charlotte. Y'all, me and Tammy sitting next to each other today. We recording We together. write together <laughs> for the first time in a long time. Fuck you, COVID. <laughs> for the first time uh, for the 2022. How was your weekend? It was good. Like I said, I just hung out a little bit. Um, ate a lot. For real. I feel like I gained 10 pounds in a fucking weekend. I'm getting some weight here, too. So I'm about to go home and purge. January. <laughs> days january was not my friend because it is just so cold outside and all you do is you know you eat and drink oh i went to speaking of eating and drinking i went to this new spot in charlotte called para uh i think i don't know if it's spanish and it's like para para whatever where is that it's uh in uptown and um oh it might be south end uptown south end i don't know but the food was good it's tapas so it's not like if big you're place. going to look for a meal, go somewhere else. All of big booty bitches, right for y'all. <laughs> but if you were looking for like some nice good tapas, I had like um, 
this, it was like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, right? But it wasn't a sandwich. It was like small bites, right? But it was the bread. It was jelly. Then it was a duck liver. What? With peanut butter. You eat stuff like that? I, I you know, I'm a, I'm Mikey. I Give like it to Mikey. Ducks, she though. eats anything. Yeah, that's me. You be eating ducks? You don't feel bad about that? I eat no. What? Well, I'm gonna feel bad. Look, all y'all motherfuckers out there who ain't uh, converted yet to a plant based diet, y'all see how empty the shelves are. <laughs> like, at what point you gonna realize y'all can't eat none of this bullshit no more anyway? So you might as well go ahead and start slowly taking the meats out your diet because there's not a lot of them available right now. Like I said, <laughs> I had some duck liver that was good. I had some lamb chops that was good. I had some steak. Everything was. I'm a meat eater. I'm a carnivore. So, I hate when y'all... Listen, I don't try to push you to eat meat. Leave me alone. Girl, why the fuck was I out with my friend? And we sitting at the bar eating brunch Saturday. I turned my head for one second. This nigga was trying to put a piece of chicken in my fucking mouth. Yeah, nigga. Oh, you forgot? <laughs> what the fuck is happening? People was looking at me at the bar like, because I caught an attitude like... Why would you be trying to put some chicken in my mouth? Help this nigga trying to poison me. <laughs> Girl, relax. Bitch, I had chicken in like five years. I'll fuck around and get sick. Yeah, you will. The only thing I do miss is like chicken off the grill. Like barbecue chicken off the grill that I make, not other people's. But but as of lately, I have been feeling like I want to like cut back on meat sometimes. How the fuck are they producing all these cows? And chickens too. You see what I'm saying? Like a cow only has one calf a year or every two years or something like but that. But I listen, I was on my, I was in LA and I rode to uh, San Diego in a car and I rode by 700 cow pastures with a, th- a, a million a bunch cows. Of cows. Yeah. It was so stink for at least two hours. I guess we ride. just don't see it over in the South like that. Yeah. So I'm scared of meat. Like Not that kind of meat. <laughs> <laughs> guess what y'all it's black history month we celebrate blackness all year however the shortest month of the year is the one that was given us to to us to celebrate ourselves but we're going to celebrate it to the fullest and we always want to celebrate a baddie who talks back and today's baddie is hallie quinn brown She was an abolitionist, an educator, writer, and a women's rights activist in the Civil War era. She was born March 10th, 1845 in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, to former slaves who were both very well educated and actively involved with the Underground Railroad. Shout out to her parents. In 1864, in the midst of the Civil War, Hallie moved with her parents and five siblings to Canada and uh, they attended local schools there. And then she came back to the States in 1870 uh, to Wilberforce, Ohio, with her brother, where they went to Wilberforce College, uh, which is a primarily black institution. And she graduated in 1873 with a bachelor's of science degree. Uh, after graduation, she began teaching in Mississippi at the Senora Plantation to help educate Southern blacks during Reconstruction. She taught at plantation schools and public schools in Mississippi and South Carolina for 12 years. From 1885 to 1887, Hallie served as a dean at Allen University in Columbia, South Carolina. Hey. That's crazy because that's the college my parents went to and uh, met at. So. And we went to college across the street. And we went to co- college right BC, across. BC, BC, you know, you, you know. You know, you know. I love BC. 
Uh, so anyway, Brown returned to Ohio and taught in Dayton public schools from 1887 18, to 1891 and opened up night school for migrants from the South. Uh, this woman really dedicated her life to public service, you know, to being a public servant and educating blacks and lecturing. Uh, she, in 1894, she worked as a lecturer in Europe and she remained for five years, spending most of her time in the United Kingdom. Uh, the Queen Victoria in 1897 came to listen to her speeches and she spoke for temperance groups and represented the United States at the International Congress of Women in London. Uh, she came back to the States and she started working in the women's suffrage and full and trying to get full citizenship for women, as well as civil rights for black Americans. She lived 99 years and, and spent her whole life being a public servant. And she never married, which, you know... <laughs> She lived 99 years, y'all, and never married. Like, we know single women be living longer. Single women be living a long time and be looking good and stress-free life, child. Y'all do with that what you need. Take it easy. But listen, Hattie Quinn Brown, you were a baddie who talked back, and we celebrate you this Black History Month. Thank you for your contributions. Yeah, your contributions and your accomplishments. We wouldn't be here today without you. Hey. Thank you. Thank you, Tam, for that baddie who talked back. Yeah. Mm. You're welcome. I just want to find beautiful black women who we didn't hear about in school who really made a contribution to us being who we are today. You know. Yes, honey. All right, y'all. We're going to commercial. We'll be right back. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation. 
I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So what we got in dumb internet news today, John? Well, this isn't dumb. This is kind of exciting. Rihanna's pregnant. Yay. Girl, we didn't know that bitch was pregnant. Well, she mm-hmm. well, she showed us some pictures and <laughs> she looks so cute. I know. She looks so cute and happy. They're going to have a pre- beautiful baby. Her and ASAP been together or fucking around at least for 10 years now. On and off, right? Yes. Because you remember she was fucking with Travis Scott at some point too. She, mm. she just looked Kylie had that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> she been holding on the ASAP. You got to find your person, right? Because, so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he, I, I wouldn't assume that he would have been her person, right? Me but, neither. But he's her person and they're having a beautiful baby. And we're all so excited to be invited to the baby shower. <laughs> <laughs> I love Rihanna, man. Rihanna said, fuck y'all. Y'all kept asking for a damn album. Rihanna said, hey, this motherfucking baby. Right. We ain't getting no album, y'all. Y'all might as well hang it up. Hell no, she making all the money with Fenty and uh, Savage Fenty. Yeah, she's and now good. she's got a baby. Right. She got no time for us, child. Right, she's done. She might be done with music. As and she that's should okay, be. you know. Yeah, she done accomplished a lot of shit, so now she get to have something, something nice for a herself. A baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want one of them. Me some, too, girl. Sometime. I'm gonna buy me one this year. Sometime because what? I'm gonna buy me a baby. What do you mean, like adopt? Adopt in vitro some way. I'm gonna get me a baby this year. No, my uh my best friend just had a, her first child and it's my god baby. And I love that baby to the death. That's my heart. That's I love that little baby. And I'm gonna spoil her to death. But that baby be there every day when I call her. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what the fuck you think the baby is supposed to go at? <laughs> like, god damn. You ain't got no place to be. This is a real lifetime commitment. <laughs> <laughs> No daycare, you got no place to be. You got nowhere to go. Every time I call my friend, that baby be right there looking at the FaceTime. <laughs> Girl, get out of my conversation. Isn't it crazy? Like all my friends who got small kids, isn't it crazy how they be so attentive with the phones? Mm-hmm. But then they be looking directly in at the you FaceTime, on FaceTime. Understand like FaceTime. Like, hey, it's like it's in their DNA. And she's starting to recognize me because she get hyped when mm-hmm. I know. Like it's fun time, bitch. Yeah, because that's all I get to be. I get to be. The but one why is the girl down the desk, at, downstairs at the desk, calling you Tam Bam? She was like, "Oh, you going to Tam Bam's house?" Because I'm a fucking local celebrity, bitch, <laughs> in the building. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tam Bam. I'm like, yeah, uh, Tamala B. Right. That's right. <laughs> oh, Tam Bam. I'm like, oh, pardon me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm a local celebrity. I, I hear that. <laughs> Like, no but how come when I say it's AJ, she didn't know who the fuck I was? <laughs> She's like, who? <laughs> She's like, floor 24. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> what else happened in the world? Um, Shit. Nick Cannon got another fucking baby on the way. You I know that? you fucking lie. <laughs> 
This nigga is so fertile. The Bible says be fruitful and multiply. You should take care of him. You know, I saw a post uh, on one of the blog sites. And they basically was talking about, uh, they said Nick Cannon is like going out of his way not to impregnate black women or some dumb shit like that. Like, what? Worry about your own fucking lineage. Wait, are they any of them black? They look ambiguously black. Like, they look like, you know, mixed mixed women, uh, multiple ethnicities possibly. But so what? That's just tight. Whatever. I don't care. I ain't Exactly. Like, he ain't the only nigga <laughs> that can... What? Worry about your... Worry about yourself. Worry about yourself. I just really don't give a shit about men who, that's his preference. Nick Cannon don't get nothing but raw pussy, and that's for sure. <laughs> and I'll never see him talking shit about black women, so I really don't give a fuck. That's the only time I care about when a man is, uh, I really even still don't care at that point, because that's just, that person wouldn't exist to me. But I only don't fuck with the men that, you know, justify their dating preference by downing black women, which right. he never does. So why y'all even care? Right. But anyway, congratulations to Nick Cannon. He has a, has a new baby, you know, and that's, I guess this person, he, he was just at a baby shower. So she would have been pregnant when um, the last baby passed. Yeah, the twin passed. Yeah. Very interesting. Nick Cannon is not playing out here. Listen, this nigga is trying to populate the earth with all of his seeds. Yep, and I ain't mad at him. Do you, boo-boo? As long as you can take care of him, I don't care. Exactly. It's the niggas who making babies and don't help with them. That's the ones I'll be mad at. Exactly. Yeah. What about um, uh, Big Booty Judy? <laughs> ain't that the real BB? Yes, That's what it and mean, the right? brat. And the brat, they, have, they got a baby on the way. Congratulations to them. I wonder who the baby daddy is. The brat. Right? She, as far as I concerned, the brat is you are the father. <laughs> the brat is definitely she doesn't act uh masculine to me. I know uh, she's very androgynous, I yeah. would say. So. I like the brat. Mm, happy for them as yeah, well. Yeah, congratulations to them. Lots of babies being made and I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I want one, but just I just need a nigga first, the right <laughs> nigga. I do not want a baby without a family. I just don't just me want too. a baby. I mm-hmm. want a family. Me too. All right, so you motherfucker get me pregnant and, and we don't got no plans to get married. If you leave, nigga, please take your kid with you. I will call you from the fucking corner until your child is on the porch. What am I do with two more kids? <laughs> Ike Turner voice. <laughs> your baby oh, you is a outside. real family man now, I see. <laughs> who said that? You ain't never seen What's Love Got to Do? Yes, but who the fuck be remembering? I'm confused. I remember every movie I ever seen in my life. Like, I can quote it at any time when it's relevant to what's going on in our conversation. Just get with it. Uh, what I'm going to do with two more kids? <laughs> <laughs> what else happened? Um, so, we talk about all the life. Uh, Miss USA. That's fucking she wicked. And she allegedly... Um, jumped from a New York uh, City high-rise building. 60 floors. 60 floors up. I, y'all know I'm a whole, I, I, listen, I'm a truth theorist. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I look at the facts and I look at, I look at things very objectively. And the headlines keep saying that Chelsea Crist fell, but she also wrote a note. So why, why not say she committed suicide? Did she fall? Was she pushed? Did she commit suicide? Which one? I, I, this girl was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Her mother and father was so together. She's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. I just don't see her just 
Yeah, but off a fucking building. But yeah, but do you see in a Rob, winter storm? Robin Williams, he's so funny. He's so successful. He has a beautiful family. People, it doesn't matter when people are in pain. <sighs> All right, so I got theories about Robert Williams. Uh, we won't go there. Okay, you never, you just never know, and that's why it's important to give people grace mm-hmm. and be kind. Be kind to people because you just know, never know where people's mental state is and you could be the catalyst that could make someone either decide to survive or go. Mm-hmm. So just be kind, man. They said she wrote a, a note to her mom, like leaving everything to her, um, to her mom, basically. I don't know. That's just real. It's real. It's sad. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's just sad. And I just, you know, if anybody's listening to the sounds of our voice and, you feeling down and don't want to be here no more. You are loved and and we want you to be here and things can be better. Things will be better if you just continue to give life a chance. Hit me up. I'm your fucking friend and I love you if you hurting. And I'll talk to you shit. Right. I don't know. I guess sometimes people just feel like it's just no ending of this pain. You know, mm-hmm. they just be in such a state where they think, they just feel like it's just, this will never stop. But it does get better. Shit do get better, man. I just pray I never know that type of darkness. Look, and when you don't have nothing left, you got your motherfucking self. Right. You got yourself left. Like, I really fuck with me on a big level. Me too. Yeah, like, you have to be so in love with yourself that nobody else, nothing that's happening really fucking matters. But we we live in a society where it makes it, difficult especially all these images of people who are especially on instagram it's where they, it's not facade. real it's not real okay i i and i'm i do it too i'll be out in the club bored as hell somebody pull out a camera i'll be like ah 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 and then when the camera stop i'm back to being bored it's fake it's fake <laughs> Nah, I'm such a fucking real nigga. I can't even pretend for niggas on the internet. Listen, I be trying so hard. I don't. I got a couple TikToks that I made that I would never fucking post. Oh, let me see. All it. these different things I got. Let me see if I could be a part of this. And I just fucking can't. I just can't because I love living in a real fucking world. Mm-hmm. Like I love moments with my friends and family that's not on fucking camera. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's you go on a vacation and the whole time you just looking for a place to do a fucking photo shoot. Like, are you really enjoying just being able to breathe right now or what? Well, that's that's some people's enjoyment, though. That's what brings people enjoyment. How are you enjoying capture, what's happening? Capture. So you can flex. Mm-hmm. That's all you're doing? Like, you missed you missed everything during the trip. Taking pictures of it. That's what, Let me tell you, I'm that one. I'm going to be the entertainment and I'm going to be the fun. And you send me your photo reel. <laughs> Right. Send me the pictures you People took. People always like, did you take pictures? Like, uh, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I bet me neither. <laughs> but that's why our Instagram social media sucks. We still need interns, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and like half of this is our fucking fault, bitch. We just got to learn to be more social. This shit is a job. It is. It is. And so. we need an 18-year-old. Because yeah. y- y'all motherfuckers was born for this. No, not 18. Yeah, 21, our 22. Our content is to yes they was definitely born for this social media uh we were born in it like we were raised in it but i'm still kind of private i'm very private with my life like um i let it all hang out i'm not as private i feel like uh when you live in your truth nobody can hurt you with it absolutely you know what i mean it's just like um 
I just want to keep. You know how celebrities back in the day, like they weren't on social media. Look how long it took for like Will, a Will Smith to finally get on the internet because they realized like yo, you're, you're and you're, now he's a mean. Shit depends on it. As soon as he started crying yeah. and looking sad, now he a fucking mean for every time the Cowboys lose. <laughs> like that's that's why it's like hard. <laughs> yo, <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna get my life together, dog. Though. I'm going to be social on social media. All right. So I want to talk about a topic that might be triggering for some of us and uh, a little heavy. All right. If you've been listening, looking and watching, a lot of men have been uh, brought to the forefront for being sexual predators of sorts, uh, uh, rapists, um, and that shit is real, right? So, mm-hmm. and a lot of them are, and it's about time that they get um, what comes to people who behave that way, right? But then there's also this idea that it could be a witch hunt, and that some people are innocent, and a woman can make a claim against a man, and it be totally false, mm-hmm. like um. So how how do you navigate that? What is, what is a healthy way to, especially for men, like you can be potentially ruined for something that you didn't do, mm-hmm. and that's not fair. And what's the repercussions for a woman for doing something like that? Really, nothing. Right. They may get like a countersuit sometimes, but what happens? And I see a lot of the the cases that come up. It's not like the woman went to the police. They it's just automatic a civil suit. When I see stuff like that, like it's like an automatic civil suit, mm-hmm. like you just want $20 million or whatever the, the sum is for having been vi- violated, you don't really want, do you want justice? for? The, do you want this person to go to prison? Because I would want your fucking ass to be underneath the fucking jail. You violate me. Right. I actually probably wouldn't tell the police because I'm going to make you disappear in about two years. I'm going to lay on you. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that's probably what I'm going to do. But look. So it's just a weird, it's a weird space. And it's, it's even hard to talk about. Like I'm trying to choose my words very carefully because I don't want to offend anyone Mm -hmm. or make people feel like I'm not an advocate for women who are victims because I am, you know, Mm -hmm. I am, but I also am an advocate for men who are victims. Mm -hmm. So, uh, what was this guy recently? Uh, I don't really want to speak anybody's name, but a guy y'all seen it. Y'all stay seen it. Yeah. Y'all saw it. This guy, this woman accused him of molesting her son and she went on the lie detector. And mm. then it came out that what she, she was like, my son, he made that up. Then she came back and said, it wasn't made up. She was being forced to say that it was a lie. And and that's just a scary place to be in, like, because now you're you're a mother, and you obviously want to protect your child from any predator that would ever harm them, but you're saying it's a lie, and you're saying it's the truth, that it's a lie, it's like a lot, and then you don't know who to believe, and you don't know who is the real victim here. Is it this baby or is it this man? That's 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 scary. Oh, you talking about um, Duty Low, right? The rapper of. Associated with um, um, Little Dirk. Yeah. And the little girl, the young girl, the young mother, 
FTN Bay, whoever I don't know, she raps or whatever it is, or just a social social media um um socialite, whatever. But it was her saying that he he abused her son. Mm-hmm. And there was a recording that was online, the little boy crying. Very, very, very like devastating, right? Anybody listening to that was like, what the fuck? Like I didn't feel like I deep down I don't feel like the little boy was lying. And I do feel like the video she put out was kind of forced. You know what I'm saying? And then for her to come back, you know, in a text kind of, you know, on her Instagram story saying that she's still going to try to get justice for her son. Liars pass lie detectors all the fucking time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they are professional liars, but something like that, something so heinous. uh, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Didn't he say the guy was putting nails or something in his butt? Yeah, just all kind of disgusting shit. And she was saying that she had to take him to the doctor. So is it, what what the fuck? Right. I don't know. And then he was like, I'm innocent. And it's just like, you know, girl, girl. Because I'm ready to, like, as soon as I seen that, I was Mm -hmm. like, let's find him. Let's show because my son would not be able to tell me that a man did that to him, and I'm not going to believe him. And we all we know that uh, oftentimes some predators, they they target single moms, they target women like that who need help, who you know just looking for love, and they get in their home, so they just be like some real live sheep, um, and wolf clothing. Is that mm-hmm. a, <laughs> sheep and uh, wolf clothing? No, a wolf, a wolf and sheep clothing. clothing. They be like real live wolves and sheep clothing, and they they target people. They and especially like listen, if y'all putting y'all kids like on social media and stuff like that, the internet, social media in particular, Instagram, is like a fucking catalog. If you're looking for some women, like my friend, his whole fucking timeline is full of big booty bitches because that's what he's looking at all fucking day long. Mm -hmm. Like your whole shit is big booty bitches. My explore page, you know what my shit is? Birds, dogs, and beauty products. That's the type of shit I be looking at. I see hair. (laughs) And cats. That's it. Hair and fitness. (laughs) That's my timeline. But these guys, man, they be targeting women. But it's not just guys, though. They're, they're female predators, Oh, too. absolutely. I always talk about that. Bitches, definitely. Because a grown woman cannot tell me how handsome my son is and how many girls he going to get. Like, girl, but listen, it's a I, baby. Right. But listen, when I was younger and not as educated as I am now, I'd be like, with my friends, I'd be like, there go my little boyfriend. But I did not mean anything mm-hmm. sexual. I didn't even think of it that way mm-hmm. at all until I got older. And I thought about if a man had said my daughter was his little girlfriend, Mm-hmm. I would feel away, and then I stopped doing that. Yep. But that was behavior that I, you know, grew up seeing, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. And then some of those women may have very well been sexual predators. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess because when young men get abused by grown women, they don't see it as that. They just see like, oh, this grown woman want me. They don't see it as them being abused by an adult, and that's essentially what it is. So why do we why do we not look at that as a direct correlation of? why we see men treat women a certain way. Look at their first sexual experiences with women mm-hmm. being a fucking abused. You know what I'm saying? Being taken advantage of. They may they may like it, maybe. And I don't even want to say that a child likes anything an adult is doing to them. But, you know, you get to an age where you want to have sex. Like your body is telling you to reproduce. Your body is telling you to whatever. Right. But this grown person, this adult, they're supposed to be the responsible party. So when they take advantage 
of their authority mm-hmm. as an adult, it's a it's a problem for me. And I will beat a bitch out about my son. Right. If you fuck my <laughs> Easy. Baby. The teacher, whoever. I when I was a teenager, uh, my boyfriend at the time, and I was still a virgin, and he wasn't, and he lost his virginity because his father or his father was like into some weird shit. Like he had a pap smear chair in his bedroom. All right, let's just say that, right? So what? Right. His father paid the girl at the drive-thru window at the KFC around the corner to come fuck both of her his sons. Remember Boosie? They was getting on Boosie ass about that shit because he was saying how he uh, was going to get his son some pussy. That's because that's abuse that he went through. So they normalize it. That is abuse. And any grown ass yeah. woman. Um, he paid her to have sex with them boys. And they was like all excited about it and high-fiving and shit. And is that, men, is that a thing? Is that a thing for y'all? Is that how you want your sons to experience women for the first time? Because I feel like paying for pussy right out the gate for a child is definitely not how you want to set the standard of how he needs to engage with women. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's some weird shit, bro. I would never... So you see how um, the basketball player Dylan Gonzalez mm-hmm. is accusing Trey Song Trey Songs of rape. Like the end of last year, she was like, "Basically, I'm not holding this shit in no more." He did this. Yes, to me. Happy New Year. See you in 2022. Damn. Now this is not the first time Trey Songs has been accused of violating women. It's just real. I don't know, man. I just feel like can we celebrities, people in, in sports, like, you know, um, just entertainers, period. Are they exempt from real life shit? Some of them think they are. That's what I'm saying. Like, we be like, damn, it's no way, it's no way this person could have did that or no way this person could have like, done that. Why would, like, you would just think, why would Trey Songs have mm-hmm. to rape anybody? He can get just Because it's him. not about. It's not about what he mm-hmm. can get. It's about what he can take, mm-hmm. you know? And some people get off from that. Not mm-hmm. saying that he did it. I'm not. You know, saying that he did, because I don't know. Right. But some people really think about, think like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I can have whatever I want, but and I who still want to take no. it. Yeah. But even if, a, like, you might have a woman in your presence. Like, who are you to tell me no? Like, bitch, I'm such and such. Right. Who are you to tell me no, I'm not going, you're not going to suck this dick, or you're not going to fuck with me. Like, who are you to tell me no, of all people? Like, right. do you know no, who I, I am? I have met him, and he has that type of attitude. He mm-hmm. has that type of uh, demeanor, like a super devo, mm-hmm. like from before, before he was even like this big ass. This is Trey songs like a super duper superstar. Mm. Well, at one, I, it, at at one, one point, point, definitely. Yeah. It was huge. But I don't, these people are not exempt from real life shit. Like they're not exempt from being serial killers. They're not exempt from being serial rapists. <laughs> but then on the flip coin, mm-hmm. what if he's totally innocent? You know, mm-hmm. what if he's totally innocent? It's like, damn, I'm being raped across the crows by women all over the world and men for some shit I did not Wait, do. There was a man that accused him too. No, I'm just saying, like people speaking about oh, him. Right? Okay. Speaking about him, like <laughs> sorry, calling him a predator. When mm-hmm. he, you know, that's just it, that part is hard for men mm-hmm. more than women, right? 
Yeah, you definitely not a uh, you're not guilty until proven innocent with me. Like I don't even be liking to speak on this type of shit because you just never fucking know. Like even with the Me Too movement, like I yeah, because sometimes sure some it's of, a witch hunt, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I feel like some of those women may have put it themselves and and even though yeah, the man's supposed to be responsible, but like say for instance, like me and you drunk, you're mm-hmm. a guy, right? We both intoxicated, and Wait, we you engaged. said I'm a guy, yeah. I'm a whole woman over here. <laughs> you know what I mean, bitch. Okay, I'm a guy in the store. <laughs> yeah. And we engaged. We, we're both drunk. We both had an influence. Maybe we had some weed. Maybe you on some shrimp. Whoever. We on some shit, right? Mm-hmm. And we engage in uh, sexual activity. And the next morning when I, come, when I, the woman, comes to, I'm like, you raped me. It's like, how, how is a man supposed to be in more control than the woman is, even if both are... Under the influence, right. under under the influence, like how does that work? How you how do you distinguish, like who violated who? Right, at that point, facts. And I feel like that that happens in a lot of cases. Women oftentimes they'll be regretful about some shit they did mm-hmm. when they when they sober. Facts. I done had some times where I was like, damn, I shouldn't have fucked him. <laughs> yeah, but you ain't about to call rape on a nigga. No, like, no, but it wasn't rape. You know, it was mm-hmm. like I made a conscious decision, you know, mm-hmm. but, but some women do that though, make a conscious decision. And the next day be like, he took it. I wasn't in my right mind. Maybe he wasn't either. Yeah. So I'm not saying that's the case with Trey songs. I don't know. I know Chris Brown got some shit going on now too, child. Yeah, I know. He's being accused of also being a, a, a predator. Of this sort. shit is really wicked. Yeah. It's really fucking wicked. And I feel bad for them if they are innocent, right? Only but, if they're innocent do yes. I feel bad for them, right? And look, we learn this in math in school. If and only if. Right. <laughs> if and only if. But you just never fucking know. And I mean, I just I just feel a way about people doing civil lawsuits, though. Like, I would be calling the police and getting you arrested. I'm not going to just go get a lawyer to sue you for raping me. So let me ask you this. And this is me being like fully, uh, I'm coming forward with some shit right here, right now. When I was a young adult, I was working at Applebee's Mm -hmm. and my manager at Applebee's asked me to have sex with the store manager and she would pay me. What? And I was like, I was so offended and I quit soon after. Why was she, did she want to see y'all do it or something? No, she just, like, all right, he was a, a really uh, nice man. And he was married fuck? to this woman who was just taking advantage of him. And he never got no pussy, right? And she's just like, I just really want to, like, get him some. So why gives. she couldn't give him the pussy? Right, she wanted me to do it. Was and I was white so or black? Offended. These were white people. Girl, ugh. And I, and I was so offended by it. And I qu- ended up quitting soon after. And it wasn't him that said it. It was her, right? Okay, that's another part of this shit. Women, especially like we all know America is like famous for human trafficking. And you could this just slaying Maxwell case with Jeffrey Epstein and all that shit. Women oftentimes be the head predator, like recruiting young women, recruiting young girls for these men. Yeah. Like that whole family is in the in that type of business. They get politicians and they get all these celebrities in these compromising positions. Because they know what their weaknesses are. They know what the vices are. Their vices is young people, mm-hmm. young kids, young boys, or whatever. And they facilitate these situations. They 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 take pictures of them. You know what I'm saying? Y'all recorded doing shit. And now I got you. 
I got you. I can get you to do anything I need you to do mm-hmm. going forward. Mm-hmm. Is what they do, and it's and it's oftentimes as women. Like I, uh, I know of a couple of people who went to prison for, and you just would never know, like for trafficking young girls. But they always had like an older, a older girl involved with that shit too, right. like an older woman, right? Getting these kids, yeah, because I was like nineteen. I yeah. was like a college See, student. You that'd know, be that bullshit. And she was much older than women me. are not exempt. Yeah, so I say all of this to say, do I have a case against Applebee's right now? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Look, we be getting reviews that we we be laughing about shit and making everything a fucking joke. Bitch, you have to. Do y'all see what's going on in the world? Right. Like, can we not laugh and see at some of this dumb shit? Let me let me just explain something because we do have people like y'all make jokes of everything, and I do. And if you're mad about it, don't listen no more because this is how I cope with life. This is how I use. Laughter and most people who do comedy mm-hmm. use comedy to cope with real shit. Mm-hmm. So if you're mad, go to church. I don't know what to tell you, baby. <laughs> yeah, but um, damn, what the hell? What was we? What was it? Do I have yes. a case against Applebee's? Yes, bitch, you got a case against Applebee's. Applebee's, y'all better give me two for twenty for life. Nasty bees. That's <laughs> like I ain't <laughs> ate there since I worked there. Girl, nasty fucking bees. Two for twenty. Don't do <laughs> nasty bees. <laughs> They no. used listen when I was growing up. Applebee's was the spot. Don't play with Applebee's. I used to get those uh, rib tips and chicken strips. Yeah, that yeah. combo. That yeah. shit was dog food. It was good back then, though. That is dog the- food. Okay, Applebee's gonna sue our motherfucking ass in a minute. <laughs> Yo, oh, goodness. All right, y'all. We'll be right back. We're gonna get into an ask a black friend when we come back. See you in a minute. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, 
I don't feel like I have to get married yeah. at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation <laughs> yeah. that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. We create magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's <laughs> up? Talk to him. Look, so I ask a black friend. You know, I'm gonna ask her if she uh if she wants us to um to say her name because look, she <laughs> she always sending us fucking ask a black friend questions, and we really appreciate you. Listen, she's one of our um one of our show listeners, and she's a, a Instagram friend, basically. So she says this is a question from the balcony, and she wants to know why are people calling it Omarion instead of Omicron. Is he also a contagious virus? Is her question. <laughs> well, we would have to ask uh, his baby mama that. <laughs> but the reason why we say it, or the reason why I say it, is because I can't say I'm a I'm a Ron. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Ron or I'm a Cron. I don't know what it is, but it just makes more sense to me to say Omarion. That's the most. I mean, that's a unique name. Do you know any other Omarion? Mm-hmm. And I don't know no other Omicron. So it's just. It's funny. It's really just funny. Look, I don't be wanting to say them words, period. Because Omicron, like, I don't even like saying the word. I be saying, oh, oh I'll say Omarion. But just think about this, y'all, all our people listening. Don't y'all find it strange how Black people collectively have changed the names to every one of these viruses? We changed the name of COVID-19 to Dorona. Mm-hmm. We changed Omicron to... Omarion. These people need our magic. They need us to chant these things. They need us. They need our power to make these things come about. And again, the conspiracy theorists at a motherfucking show. Somebody said I live on the outer rim. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. 2015, when, uh, what's the guy they choked out, Lord? Forgive me. Floyd? No. Eric Gardner. Mm -hmm. So from 2015 to 2020, we had been marching in the streets saying, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. As, you know, big, large groups around the world, majority black people. Now look at, look at us. We're wearing a fucking mask. You got to wear a mask to the grocery store. You got to wear a mask to the gym. Like, can y'all fucking breathe? So did we conjure that up? You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I feel like. It's just really... So you feel like we manifested the coronavirus? Yes. They used us to manifest it. Yes. I feel that way. And they want us to say these words. Y'all, the word Omicron, that's not just a word they came up for for this particular virus. Omicron actually came up in 1963 in an Italian film. The film was called Omicron. It was released in 1963. And it was about an alien taking over a person's body to recon the planet, planet for a future invasion. Demon possession. The, um, the, film, um, the film company that produced it name was Lux Films. Y'all know Lux is like a short um, word for, it's like an abbreviation for Lucifer. 
I don't know mm-hmm. if y'all want to get too deep, but this is what it is. So it's just, I don't, we, we, I don't think that people recognize why they've been changing the words of these things, but we, we, we be getting downloads. We just know we shouldn't say those words. I feel like collectively, just subconsciously, we just did that shit. We just changed the words. We don't want to say Omicron. We don't want to say COVID-19. Well, hold on, bitch, because I'm Googling right now mm-hmm. and Omicron is from the 15th century. It's part of the Greek so alphabet. So it's even earlier. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. part of the Greek alphabet. Delta. And also, the, the letter is derived from Phoenician letter I-N. And it represents the sound O or the omega. So the word literally means little O or micron as opposed to great O, omega. In the system of Greek numerals, Omicron has a value of 70. So. So are we looking at gematria too? Like looking at numbers? Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know. We just, we don't want to say that fucking word. <laughs> so black people don't. Right. <laughs> that shit is Omarion because that's fucking cooler. Right, because we know him. <laughs> We're familiar with Omarion. We're not familiar with But I feel like they, they need, that's why they keep coming out with these different fucking variants because we keep changing the names. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? That sound, you does know, that sound plausible? Does it sound plausible to you? Uh, black people, uh, we don't even call each other by our real names. So I just don't, you know, I don't know. Do white people have nicknames in their homes? I'm sure they do. I don't, I don't know. Like anytime somebody asks me about somebody from home, like, you know, so-and-so, I'm like, what's his real name? No. Niggas don't use their real name nowadays, no, I, but they used to. I don't be knowing niggas' real names. I used to. Like you know, being elementary knows. and high school and stuff, you know people's names. Oh, from school. Yeah. Right. So when they be like, yeah, you know such and such, they asking you about their nickname. I don't know who the hell that is. Little pistol starter. <laughs> who? Omarion. Yeah, I know Omarion. <laughs> <laughs> but if your nickname Little Pistol Starter, you you earn that's a name you earn. It is not given. Little shysty. Little Pooh Shysty. Bullet. Why would you fucking Niggas trust a Bullet nigga named and shysty. They earn them names. But look, thank you for the uh, ask a black friend question. There it is. Look, listen, we believe in witchcraft over here. So AJ believe that in shit. that shit. Don't put that on me. I'm covered in the blood of Jesus in the name of God. Amen. Listen, do white people have nicknames? Yeah, I'm sure, right? Bob. Dick. Yeah. <laughs> Those are nicknames, right? Because yeah. it's like Robert and William, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, facts. I learned something new. But do they have nicknames that is not like, like I'm Tam Bam, right? You AJ. That's my initials, though. Yeah. So, well, my mom called me Mummy. So they used to call me Tammy Lamb when I was little. <laughs> Tammy Lamb, y'all. <Yo, laughs> that bitch named Tammy Lamb. And like when you pull up in the Lambo, right. Tammy Lamb, Tammy Lamb, I'll be back. That's back. I'm gonna change my name on the show. I'm like, hey, y'all, welcome to a new episode of We Talk Back. It's Tammy Lamb. <laughs> Man, we need to get the fuck up out of here. Yeah, you're right. Look, so if you guys enjoyed this episode, please tune in every Thursday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever the fuck you get your podcast at. Look, we appreciate. Oh, we on Twitter. We've been had a Twitter, but I just recently started like tweeting on there a little tiny bit, like this much. Like y'all, if y'all see it, it's AJ with all that. If she talking crazy, it's AJ. If it makes sense, it's me. Look, like, like. thank y'all. Twitter, Instagram, y'all know where to find us at. We out here. 
And look, if you were offended by anything that we said today, because I know our topic was kind of heavy today, right? And usually- And brief. Yeah, it's just lighthearded, but mm -hmm. today was a little bit more heavy. And if you're offended, please tell us because, you know, that's the only way we can have good conversation. And maybe you can enlighten me on some things that you understand that maybe I don't. But don't don't get mad at me. Just talk to me. Uh, You know, and then I might tell you to go suck a dick. (laughs) But no, I wouldn't say that. But- Listen, that's really how we get to understanding is having the communication and not being afraid to say what we feel. You know, y'all try to censor us. I know. Comprehension and perception is a motherfucker, boy. Right. If you can talk to somebody all day long, boy, if they do not perceive things the same way you do or they don't comprehend it in the same way, everything is going to be a problem. Everything is going to be offensive. Right. And if you're offended, that's okay. You know, I want you to, I don't want you to be offended, but if, if we think different, that's okay. Just tell me how you feel. All right. I love y'all. We got to go. All right. But I want to leave you with one last thing. I want you to remember to speak now and never hold your motherfucking peace. All right. Bye y'all. Deuces. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts.